Hey, and welcome to Flop. This is Zach. And this is Howard. And, uh, I beat you last. Yeah, you did. That was, that was some bullshit, but whatever. I beat you. <sighs> some predictions you know, can't be predicted. See, okay, this isn't like in basketball when, uh, when I try to get in close and th- you're so much taller than me, you could just block it away. Now, uh, I finally won this time, you jerk. Well, yeah, because I'm going to... I didn't really win, but but Houston got a win. Yeah, we both predicted what uh, each our respecting teams to get two games off of them, if yeah. any. And you predicted that Houston would get two games, and they got one. Of course, my man Steph Curry decided, you know what? Fuck Howard. Fuck his prediction. Yeah. Let's go down and get injured. Yeah. And, Whatever. Uh, That's another story. Yeah. Okay, I'm on mute right now. Did you say Justin at the beginning? Howard. You did say Howard? And, um, let me see. The one game they did win, I'm trying to find it. It went, it went away from me. Wednesday. No, that's the Rockets. Monday. Okay, yeah. The game that the Rockets did win, I mean, therefore, they had 45 points in their first quarter. I know, uh. Ridiculous. I was, of course, um,. It was Wednesday, right? Um, yes. Thoughts, I was at work, and of course, knowing I had this bet going on, I'm checking my bleacher report li- religiously, yeah. trying to you know shove it in his face. But then, I, I thought it was a halftime score, to be honest with you. I saw the first quarter, and I saw first quarter, and I, I thought I just misread it, and I thought it was first half. I saw 45 points. I was like, this is a pretty low-scoring game. Then I saw first quarter, and I was like, holy mother of God. Right. They're on track for 180 points. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the most the record for most points scored in a game is. I don't know. I didn't even think to look it up, but man, that is. I mean, they didn't keep it up, obviously. But of course, that impossible. Yeah, I mean, probably not. But I mean, I mean, but the Rockets. You wouldn't did, be moving tomorrow. They did score 100. Yeah, I know they did score 128 points. Though, Still impressive. Which is impressive. But even with Steph Curry going well, out. Okay, see. What else is sort of impressive? I mean, it's not that. I mean. It's just part of the game. Gold State was 23 points behind after the first, and they, they cut it down to 10 by the end of the game. Which is impressive knowing that Curry didn't go out in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Harden had 45 points that game, though. Harden went off, dude. The hefty lefty with the beard. Mm-hmm. You know, if he took off the beard, he looks like he's three. <laughs> Have you seen him play in college? Yeah, that's why, <laughs> like, when I saw Harden and he was a big deal, I was like, why don't I recognize this guy? Then I realized in college... He was a completely different person. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I mean. And then the game that the Golden the Warriors won eventually, or the one in the uh, trip to the finals, let me see, there were eight. So they were leading at halftime, it looks like. I haven't been able to watch any of these games. I'll watch the finals. I'll make an effort to watch them, but I've always been busy. But they won 104.90. Or, yeah, 104.90. So I just looked it up. What's that? The record for the most points scored in a game, like by a team, mm-hmm. was in a Detroit Pistons-Denver Nuggets game in 1983. The Detroit Pistons scored 186 points, oh and that's gosh. not the impressive part. The, Pist- the Nuggets scored 184. What? <laughs> what? Both teams? Both teams scored in the 180s. That I mean, that's honestly ridiculous. Oh, but it was three OT. But still, you it don't see. Matter. You don't see games like, like that. Yeah, no. Both teams made one hundred and forty-two field goals. 
Four oh players scored 40 God. points. Oh, my gosh. They didn't make 140. Did they? Maybe they tried. Maybe they attempted. They made 142 field goals. Yeah, but that wouldn't make sense. That's... That's almost 300 points. That counts. That, I think that I think back then that counted um, uh, free throws. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah. Of, of course, I think back in 1983. That's before the common. Ah, that was the seasons. That was the season in which the three-point line was implemented. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. So they that was a high-scoring to... regular games. I wonder what the playoff one is. They decided to go. Ooh, uh... 153 to 51. 153 to 151. Still, I mean, it's not as impressive, but very impressive. Still, it being that close, that is crazy. Yeah, being that high score, that's just like the it's team like scores, a, it's and like they just stay at the end of the thing. They're just staying at the end. Just like, all right, wait. It's yeah. like an all-star game. Have you watched them? Yeah, which They're is just... weird because it's the complete opposite of the NFL. All-star. Those things are normally not as high scoring at all. The NFL ones? Yeah. Of course, now, I honestly think they should do like, Almost like an Olympics, like which quarterback can throw the farthest, you know. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, because like, the uh, stupid games now, it's not even AFC versus NFC, it's a draft. Yeah, they do. That's so it. stupid. I don't like it. Uh, I think it's better than the NFC-AFC. I like the NFC-AFC. It doesn't, the, I mean, I like how NBA does it and stuff. Well, not NBA, uh, who is the one where, it, oh, there was one that if if you won the All-Star game that you got, it's MLB, I think. That if you're if the AL or the NFL, if you're an AL team and you go to the uh, finals or whatever, the the finals or whatever it's called, I can't remember. World called. Series. World Series, duh. And you're the baseball fan. I know, right? I couldn't think of it. Okay. If if an AL team goes to the World Series and an AL and the AL wins in the All Star, the AL team has the has the home field court or It's actually pretty neat. Yeah. Advantage. They have the shoot, what is wrong with me? Speaking of finals though, so we both know Cavaliers, Warriors, and the NBA Finals this year. Mm-hmm. Now, we won't go into predictions about who we think is going to win this one, but which team do you think is most likely to make it back to the Finals next year? Um, let me see. Out of the... T- That's a tough one. I mean, I don't want to go against... I think I'm going to surprise you with my one. Mine. I don't want to go against LeBron because he's the best player, and you could put him anywhere, and they're at least a play a playoff threat. They're pretty much guaranteed 50 wins. Something, yeah. I I'm mean, going with the Warriors. So you're going with the Warriors? Mm-hmm. See, I don't want to go against... If, if they bring back a lot of their crew, like Steph Curry, Clay Thompson... Because um, rumors had J.R. Smith might not come back next year. Yeah. And if he doesn't, I mean, granted, I mean, if Kevin Love and Curry are there, he's a really a fourth scoring option. Yeah. But that fourth scoring option's pretty a big. Well, actually, he's more like kind of like a sixth man type deal. But I mean, he's still pretty important to their rotation. Yeah. Let me see. If I mean, if they bring, yeah, if they bring back a lot of the cast. And the Warriors are the youngest, or the youngest, or one of the youngest. I think the youngest team in the NBA. One of them, yeah. I know that. I know it's at least one of them. Um, let me see. I also know they're like the their shortest player. Their oldest player That's, might be thirty-one. I think. Also, think they're the shortest team in the NBA. I think I heard that somewhere too. Really? Hmm? Um, I think Draymond Green is gonna. He might still. He might stay in the. Uh, no, wait, no, that could be. The Pacers, I'm thinking of being the shortest. I don't know. 
because they were talking about whatever team it was. They were talking about they were comparing them to their local college team, saying their college team it was Wisconsin. It was the Milwaukee Bucks because they were saying Wisconsin Badgers team was taller was taller than their NBA team. Useless fact, but those are my favorite. Well, um, let me see who's. See, if they can bring, if the Warriors can bring back a lot of their, I mean, their. I don't think they'll have a problem. I think they'll roster, have plenty of money. Yeah, but see, Draymond Green might demand a lot more. I mean, he's been a great player, and he's getting paid under a million dollars. That is a little ridiculous. Yeah. And then you look at. Uh, I think there's only two players for the Heat, or the, the, the Cavs, that are still think he's on the Heat. But see, honestly, they can pay me a hundred grand, and I'll go out there and sell the bench. Of course, that would be illegal. Games. All 82 games. Hey, I'll, I'll show up for those games. I'll provide my own ride. I'll show up to all the practices. <laughs> you spend your whole salary flying to every game. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I do like the fact that they have the I'm whole... Sure I could come out on top. I, I'll invest 75 grand of it. And then... Keep the 25? Mm-hmm. And then lose all their investments because I suck at that stuff. No. Yeah, me too, though. So, you know, like I said, like... If they if they want to pay me to go out on the court and purposely miss a few shots and then foul someone to the point of injury, I'm game. If they want to pay me. If they want to, pay I will go you. down in history as the most flagrant fouler in the game, and I will own that shit. Hey, if they if they pay you well, I mean, by well they're gonna look back at Hack and Shack and then be like, "That's baby stuff." That's what this kid did. <laughs> he got banned in the NBA. Chopped too many bows. Chopped too many knees. <laughs> See, I think he had some sort of uh, confusion. He thought he was playing in the NFL. This is a uh, common misconception. And uh, so, I mean, here's here's this. No, let's just show you. Here's his highlights of him tackling people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's something I'd show my kids. I know. (laughs) Dad, you play in the NBA. How many points did you score? About. 1,300 flagrant fouls. <laughs> That's what you scored. <laughs> no points, sure. but I hold the record for longest suspension. <laughs> there, you're out, definitely. No. <laughs> hey, you know, still not permanently. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> they want to keep paying me. <laughs> Hell, they could just pay me to go to all... They could just pay me enough to go to all their games and pay for my concessions. I'll be on the team. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Just, oh, here's a bench player who's gone to get nachos. <laughs> and he's got a beer. You know he paid too much for that one. <laughs> sure did, Bob. Uh, sure did. That'd be my favorite. <laughs> I will be your bench. I'll just sit down on my hands and knees and let the players sit on me. <laughs> <laughs> he got as a little bit of neck sweat there, LeBron. Got a little bit of neck sweat. Yeah, as long All as right, they're There we go. Then Jay's looking good. I wonder what those... uh. With the kids who wipe off the court, I wonder what they get paid. I guarantee you they're probably fucking interns. Just like those people at for Tennis the Ball Boys, most of them are just like non-paid people, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But they know what they're doing. They like got that down pat. They're like... <laughs> I'm pretty cross. sure. <laughs> they're the same person in the mascot. They just wait for the ball to get out of their end and they change back into the mascot uniform. <laughs> God, you know being a mascot would suck. Yeah, but have you seen the special on a... About uh, the uh, the gorilla in Phoenix, the uh, SC featured. Does that even make sense? I don't. There's think... no gorillas in Phoenix. I don't. I know. It's too damn hot. I understand. God, it, it. 
<laughs> it's just like, oh, what team makes look, no you sense? Ride a motorcycle, okay? So you cannot. There's an, knock him. There's another team where the mascot literally makes no sense with the just Alabama Crimson Tide. They're an elephant. Oh, and then the War Eagle, the the Auburn Tigers. Isn't go <laughs> War Eagle? <laughs> Makes a hell of a whole lot of sense if you ask me. You know, yes. You know, because it's you know far less confusing than Georgia Bulldogs Bulldog. What? I don't get that. I don't get that. You know, me? I don't see it. <laughs> I just don't. But see damn it, it, if you put crimson tie to me, first thing I'm thinking is elephant. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you say Auburn Tigers, my first animal that I think of when you say a tiger is an eagle. Not just any eagle, or eagle. War eagle. War eagle. But they, they had, like, some of the worst names for teams ever, and I think a few of them were named the Pixies. The Pixies? Yeah. If I'm gonna, if I'm scheduling anyone and I'm wanting a fluff team, sorry, do I want to go with... All right. So I have here the Warriors, Bulldogs, Wildcats, Trojans, Pixies. <laughs> All right. Let's go with them. They look promising. I'm gonna Up and coming. The <laughs> wow, those uniforms are nice. Pink and sparkly. <laughs> <laughs> they pro- I bet they win the most games that season. <laughs> well, the competitors be like, I will. Look at those I will volunteer to be head coach of the Pixies. Just saying. I think you could do it. If I could turn them around and turn them into a prominent one-win team, <laughs> I think I could get a good head coaching win. job somewhere. <laughs> Damn, you make them win one game. Holy shit! Come coach Florida. I'd be like, no, and all of them. All, just all the teams fire their coaches. Could you imagine? It's all- like all thirty-two NBA teams. All the coaches. Fine. Think about this, though. We want you, man. So you're a head coach, right? So you've loved sports your whole life. You obviously had a favorite team growing up. Yeah. And you're going to, you know, there's a 1 in 29 chance or 1 in 30 chance you're not gonna, you're not going to coach them. There's a 1 in 30 chance you're going to coach them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a 29 out of 30 chance you're playing for someone else. Imagine, like, if you grew up, uh, like, what if you were a Bears fan? And you had to coach the Packers. Yeah. Be awful. Yeah. But I think, though, a team was like, you know, I want you to head coach us, and I want to pay you millions of dollars. But, like, you know, I've liked you my whole life. I think, uh, just go, silently throw away all of my stuff from my <laughs> old favorite team in the trash. Yeah. It's not worth any money. Yeah, but that's a good question. I wonder. I'm, there's got to be coaches that have, like, conflicts and stuff. I wonder if that affects anybody's coaching. I don't think so. You start handing me money, I'm going to take whatever team you hand me seriously. Then Pixies are going to be the best. Mm-hmm. All right. You. Back to our main topic. So we're talking about the well, finals. I wanted to ask you, what was that tweet you sent to the Not Sports Center? I wanted to hear that again. That was funny. The Not Sports Center Bulls coaching. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so the, the Bulls fi- fired their coach after a... To me, a pretty decent season. I mean, if you make the playoffs, I mean, you don't. Make the playoffs. Uh, they were in the Eastern Conference. Yes. But still. In the past the two years, you know, he's maintained a very good win-loss record, even without their best player in the whole entire world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my God, you know, he makes the playoffs. They're going to fire him. So there's a parody account called Not Sports Center. Sports Center. They kind of make fun of. You know, obviously they make one a sports center. Mm-hmm. And they said <clears throat> on the contract for news for the new Bulls coach, and some of the criteria was don't play in Eastern Conference games, don't play against LeBron, 
<laughs> must win final. And just all these other ridiculous... No, no, in, no injuries. No injuries. That was a key one. You cannot have any injuries. You can also not play your conference games, which if you're going to win your final, I think you kind of have to play a few of your own conference you know, games. I feel that, look, if it's in the if it's in the contract, the NBA will work its way around you. They're like, you made it to the playoffs, which means you're in the finals and everybody else has to play. Too. And you didn't have any injuries. Kudos. <laughs> yeah. They were ridiculous. And see, that was the that was like the staple of uh, Golden State. I mean, they were like injury free until the last few games. Yeah, but of course there are underlying issues to why they fired him that a lot of public doesn't know about. So we won't go into that. But it was just fun to poke around a little bit. It's what yeah. sports is all about: making fun of people. So we're talking about the finals, and of course, you know, you've got the league MVP playing for the Warriors, and you've got. One of the best of all time, and a playing for the MVP. and previous multi MVP yeah. playing for the Cavaliers and LeBron James and then Stephon Curry for the Warriors, and we decided we enjoyed our bet last week, so we decided to we'll go over under on a few stats we kind of put up to see who's going to go over or under in the finals. Right. So the stats we went with was twenty five points, six assists, and four rebounds. Not now. I understand this is not what we're saying they're going to get. This is some baseline for someone fired a gun. Yeah, I'm going to go check. Well, I'm going to. Now, this isn't the stats we think they're going to get. This is a baseline, just just some random stats we pulled up. And yeah. the whole point is to play an over under with it. You know, see which you know. So we have LeBron and Curry because you know obviously those are the two most prolific players for each team. And me and him are going to go back and forth and decide. Who's going to go over or under on the 25 points, six assists, and four rebounds? All right. So, Zach, LeBron, 25 points over or under. Now, is this just in game one or average? This is average. Average? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Um, We could do individual games. Which one do you want to do? No, since they do games pretty back-to-back, we should just do – yeah, we'll just go average for all, for the whole finals. Average. Oh, you're cheating looking at stats. Uh I'm not. I promise. All right, go. Twenty-five points, LeBron. Okay. Um, averaging, I'd say over. I'll keep up with mine. I'm gonna go over on that one too. Seems like a pretty. Okay. If they go twenty-five points exactly, that also counts as an over. Now, what about Steph Curry? Twenty-five points over. Under. Going under. I think his teammates are gonna step it up more, and he's not gonna have to do it all. Um. I'm gonna say over. All right, first, first disagreement. All right, LeBron six assists. I'm also gonna go over. So you think he's gonna go over? Yeah, over. All right. He's going under. He's definitely going under. You think under six assists? I think he'll average about. Five point something. Okay. Mid range. What about Curry? Six assists. Under. He's going under on that one too. What about you? Six assists, Curry. Um. Uh. Sorry about that. That was uh. Some people leaving the house. Yeah. Coming in now. Okay. So Curry, six assists. 
Um, I'll go under on that one. Say because to me, he's not so much a ball distributor than he is the playmaker. Mm-hmm. He's the one they're distributing the ball to. Yeah. Though he does yeah. make some good assists, but it's not over six average. Yeah. All right, LeBron, four rebounds. This is where I think it gets interesting because rebounds are pretty – heavily depends on the other team. Yeah. But for LeBron, I'm going over. I think he's going to get more than four rebounds a game. Of course, that could be 4.1 or it could be 13. You need 13. But I think he's going over four. I'm going under. Ooh. Now what about Curry? Curry, four rebounds. You know – I would say under, but I'm going to give my boy Curry the benefit of the doubt after he boxed out Dwight Howard and got that one-handed rebound. Just for that, I'm giving him an over. Yeah, I'm going to stick with over, too. Over. Okay, so I got uh, LeBron. I got 25 over, 6 assists over, four, 4 rebounds under. I've got 25 points over, 6 assists under, 4 points over. Four rebounds. Over. Four rebounds, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my bad. I got 25 points for Curry over, six assists under, and four rebounds over. I have Curry at 25 points under, six assists under, four rebounds over. Court, you know, I wonder if that's because we're I biased. I wonder if it's because I'm biased because I think the Cavs are going to win. But I don't know. I like Clay Thompson. He's more of a second option than LeBron has right now. Mm-hmm. So I think it's not so much yeah, Curry's going to underperform. He, I mean, he did get concussion or whatever. But I think he'll be back. I don't know if it yeah, was I saw, um, total. I think he had head confusion. That was Curry. That was Curry. It was. I, I saw earlier he's questionable for game game one. But as long I mean, as he's in the finals mm-hmm. at all, it's going to affect his stat line. So yeah. So um, I, let it be known. I'm not thinking Curry's going to underperform, but I think his team will perform more. Yeah. All Stats right, so, are pretty great thing. So I'm going to go ahead and say Golden State in six games. Six games, are we? I'm going to be bold. I'm going with the Cavs and five. Cavs and five. I knew it. You're not going Cavs and five. They're not doing that. I think, no, I think Cavs win game one. At Golden State? Now, listen, they split the season series season. The season series, both teams won at home. Here's here's just what I think about the Cavs. They're going to win okay. game one, and I think they're going to win it good. Think so? Oh, yeah. But they're going to get comfortable. The rest of his team is not so used to being in the big game. They're going to get comfortable. They're going to see LeBron. He's been there well, God knows how many other times. This team, none of these people have been there. Or that I think, or that I know. But they're young. They want it. But they see LeBron, who's been there so many times, they're going to think, this guy knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say the Cavs are going to win game one big. They're going to get complacent, lose game two. And then you think they're going to win out. And then I think they're going to win out. Yeah. I got them in five, 4-1. You got them in five. We'll see. We'll see. But I, even if even if Cleveland wins, it's it's going to be in at least six see, games. It's the at weird least. thing. It's the weird thing. I thought I was either – they're either going 4-1 – or they're going four three, but I know they're not sweeping. Yeah, they're not and I think right. if the, I think if the Warriors are going to win two games, they're going to win three. So I'm saying they either win it four one or four three, but I'm sticking to my four one. It's going to be a well, good series. So I'm looking I'm forward also to it. I'm going to say this prediction: if Cleveland does win, Golden State's winning at least two games, at least. Okay, 
We'll do that. So you think if Cleveland wins, they're going to – but the Warriors are going to win at least two. Mm-hmm. I think if the Warriors win, the Cavs will win three. Going to game seven? They're going to go into game seven. Hey, it's at Golden State. If they both win at their courts like they did uh, at the season. They're going to go into game seven. Picture this. They're in game seven. Lights everywhere, media everywhere. It's game seven. It's LeBron. It's Steph Curry. The whole Spurs national, you know, whole Spurs finals championship teams will be sitting on front row behind the Cavs. I and LeBron the whole time. <laughs> it's going to get in his head. He's going to mess up. He's going to lose that game seven. But he's not going to go to game seven. He's going to game five. See, I feel like if he goes to game five, it's because he gets injured and can't play game six. And Golden State wins it. So, okay. (laughs) And if the Cavs win 4-1, now, we liked a lot, we talk a lot about Stephon Curry and LeBron James, but we decided it'd be fun to see if we could pick a Dark Horse MVP of the finals pick. Someone who's not their main stat rolling guy, who might just Dark Horse, and this is not saying we think he's going to get it, but if someone... Who you don't think is going to get it is going to get it. Mm-hmm. These are our picks. Yeah. So what's so, yours? so for the heat for the Cavs, the Heat. You keep it, saying it'll it. happen. You keep saying it. <laughs> I think J.R. Smith. If J. anybody, Smith. yeah, I think he's a veteran in the game. And if you know some of their key members aren't back for most of the finals, LeBron knows. LeBron knows J.R. Smith's mm-hmm. been there. And, you know, he's been in the league for so long. He can handle pressure. So if a Dark Horse MVP wins the, gets MVP, it's going to be J.R. Smith and the Cavs. All right, well, let's see. Obviously, I think Golden State's going to win. And my uh, Dark Horse MVP is Draymond Green. I feel like... Good pick, good pick. I feel like if, I mean... If Golden State does win it, it will be Seth Curry or Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson is questionable for the first game. Mm-hmm. They could rely heavily on some subs. Yeah. They also like to keep fresh on the court. So, yeah. Someone like Draymond Green's good pick. Yeah, I. So I wouldn't be surprised if. Uh, I mean, I kind of would be if they did pick Steph Curry, but it just depends on how he plays. That's true. Compared to Draymond, I mean, last last year the MVP was Kawhi Leonard. He was amazing. Really was, but, you know, I did not want the Spurs to win. I didn't either. I mean, I'm a Heat fan. I mean, I'm glad because it got LeBron back to the Cavs. But then again, I also don't like LeBron going back to the Cavs. <laughs> I just don't like anything, I guess. You just don't. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. So, until football season really starts up, basketball is kind of our only sport. We really, I mean, we that we're kind of diehard fans about. Yeah, I, we I keep up with hockey, with hockey, and you know, I follow a lot of really kind of the smaller time sport accounts. But it's not something we're passionate in. So basketball is really the only other sport we talk about outside football. But football comes along, holy crap! That's gonna be uh, oh boy, this podcast is gonna be two hours long. <laughs> two hours long. Oh, I have too much to say, especially college football comes around. Buddy. All right, but I think it's about time we go to media, our second love child. Mm-hmm. I, so, of course, this is a podcast, and I we didn't. no, it's you're don't lie to me. I forgot it is TV. It's non-visual TV. Mm-hmm. 
It's non-visual TV. On the internet. For your ears. <laughs> for you. As my mom likes to call it, less fancy radio. She, is that what she calls it? That's how she thought it was being described as. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you're not wrong. You know, I'd, I'd say more so of radio on demand. Yeah. Like, we'll talk talk radio on demand. Or radio yeah, I love talk, talk radio. Mm-hmm. So, we listen to a lot of podcasts. We do. Uh, not so much a lot of different podcasts, but the podcasts we listen to, we listen to a lot of so we thought it'd be fun to, or not so much fun, but something we'd love to talk about is the podcast, who we think are doing this whole thing right, and why they are. We'll call it, who's doing it right? You? Who's doing it right? That's me. You? Uh, yeah. You're doing always it. doing it right. <laughs> Some might say, I have a city, right? And, and there's nice music going on in the background, and I might just put on. <laughs> Might just put on for that city, for said city, for aforementioned city. Yeah. I put on. Okay, now, so what do you put on for that for aforementioned city? Mostly deodorant. It's you know, it's more like you know, just you know, general <laughs> non assholeness to the people I interact with. So, you know, you know, it's yeah, you just it's just it. nice. Look, it's courteous, nice, courteous. right? You gotta be nice to the people around you. Okay, so you work, you know, around people. It's true. So the podcast I think is doing it right is Tell Em Steve Dave. For those you might not know, Tell Em Steve Dave is a group of guys. It's got Q from Impractical Jokers. It's got Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan from Comic Book Men, who are good friend, who are childhood friends of Kevin Smith, which is how I found out about it. I Kevin Smith is my love <laughs> of my life. <laughs> not really. I love his movies and his podcasts and. All around, he seemed like a great human being. But Tell Him Steve Dave, I think, is a great podcast, and I think they're doing it right. Even their setup just feels right. They've got a poker they got a poker table, or it could be a pool table. I just know Green Felt. In their back room of their comic book shop, and they just go at the end of the day, and they talk. Yeah. And, of course, you've got Natural Funniness and Q from Impractical Jokers. That's a show where he has to be funny. Yeah. Brian Johnson, who the, who the podcast was started for and who started it, and I, it's really great if you start from listening from episode one to catch up, which is, I know, once you, once a podcast started, that's not what you do. It's kind of hard to listen to something that old. Yeah. But he started it because of depression. He needed an outline. He needed that, he needed that. like a, he needed a vice. He needed something to focus towards something to put an effort to, you know, because mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of depressed people need is just something to put their effort towards something to feel proud about. And Kevin Smith, who has been a longtime podcaster realized, you know, his depression could be helped from it. And it sounds silly if you talk to someone who doesn't know what a podcast is yeah. or has never listened to him, but it's just, it feels right. And he started it. He got off drugs, quit being depressed you know, and, and, I mean, there's nothing, like, I mean, we, we're sitting here, and we're just talking about what we like. That's the beauty. And, I mean, I mean, we, we do this anyways, without a mic in front of us. Yeah, uh, like, the only difference between our conversation is, is now I have a MacBook in front of me, and a $120 mic. Yeah. I mean, that's the only difference. Mm-hmm. And we edited it. But that's besides the point. Sometimes we don't. We don't. That's our secret. Much, yeah. Maybe it's edited. Maybe 
<laughs> but yeah, and and when you listen to the podcast, it feels just like it feels like you're just listening to two guys bullshit with each other after work. That's what listening to that podcast feels like. And I love that feel. I like yeah. natural feeling podcasts. So I love to listen to. It may not be what I'm having right now, but it's what I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think they're doing it right and the why is for all the right reasons that, you know, the podcast was started to help the guy with depression and now he's happier than ever. Now he's got on a TV show and yeah. purpose, you know, it's, it gives him a, a channel to vent. You know, it, it's great. I love it. What, what, do you, what do you think is yours? Okay. Well, okay. I'm going to so, take a guess here though. Go ahead. So I've got two guesses here to see what yours is. Okay. One, the nerdist. Okay. I'll tell you. Two. I'll tell you what it is after you tell me these two. And, I can completely see why, because it's the same reason for mine is why it's your favorite. Welcome to Night Vale. Okay. Okay, well, see. I've been on more shit. No? Ah, oh, sweet. Well, I mean, yeah, Nerdist isn't. I just recently, yeah! I just recently started. I know, but you Nerdist. sing praises. Oh, but I love it. Okay, but, okay, so. I have one that I think is doing it right, and I have, like, an honorable mention. Go ahead. So, I'll start, start with the honorable mention. It is Welcome to Night Vale. Oh, that's your honorable mention? Yeah. Oh, damn. See, there was two podcasts. Stuff You Should Know is your favorite, isn't it? Stuff You Should Know. Oh, okay. Go on. S-Y-S-K. Okay, so, Welcome to Night Vale and S-Y-S-K, Stuff You Should Know, were the two that I started back when when I uh, started working for Mission and delivering. Did I get you in a podcast? Or did you find them yourself? I couldn't remember if I told you about listening to podcasts or we ended up just talking about it and realized we both listened. I think we realized we both listened. Okay, cool, cool. That's the best way. Yeah, because I, I was, um, I downloaded, or I, I just looked at the top charts, saw Welcome to Night Vale. That was cool. I, I got a bunch of them, but I only listened to Welcome to Night Vale and stuff you know when I drove, because that's just what I did. That's what I started. I, I was driving four to five hours a day. I didn't like the radio songs because they just played oh the same God, so over and awful. over. And... Over and over. If I, I can't listen to music while I'm driving, I just I don't have driving music. I have music yeah. for specific scenarios, and I, I found a podcast, and I was just like, "What is this?" I was like, "Holy crap, this is amazing!" So, I uh, so listen to SYSK and uh, uh, Welcome to Night Vale. It took me a while to realize that stuff you know only came out on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I found myself refreshing all the time, just trying to figure out when it came out. And they they said it on the episode. You figure after like two months of me listening to it, I would have realized it was like two or three months in. You're an addict on the episode, and I was like, "That's what it is. That's genius. I didn't even think about that." (laughs) (laughs) You're an addict. That's what it is. But okay, so what it is? It's uh, two guys. Um, It started with Josh Clark. He did a few episodes by himself, and then. Um, and then, <clears throat> uh, Chuck, Charles W. Chuck Ryan, whatever, came in later, um, and I don't know, you just learn crap, you just learn a bunch of stuff. And it's not even, I like what I like about it, it's not mainstream stuff. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's not like stuff you should know, um, cars, mm-hmm. it's like stuff you should know, water slides, you're like, what do I need to learn about water slides? And then you yeah. listen to 45 minutes of it, and you're like, oh, Right? They have okay. a Dungeons and Dragons one. That was interesting. That's something... Okay, so if we... I know we have plans to make other podcasts. Yeah. And if I had a third, it would be something of the sort. The, actually, the first podcast I listened to was not a Kevin Smith production. 
Really? It was. I used to be really into Machinima, which is a YouTube company that made a yeah. lot of gaming videos, but I wasn't interested in their gaming videos. They had a weekly mailroom bit with these two funny guys, Mr. Sark and APL Fisher. And they'd be sitting there, and they'd do this thing where people send in their fan mail, whatever, and they'd read them, get crazy crap, and they were just funny. And in the links, I saw that one of the people was in podcast, and I was like, what is a podcast? <laughs> yeah. And so I went, and it was Earwolf or something, dot com? Um, and turns out, a couple, of, a couple of sub-celebrities, I guess, people who were... Famous or like celebrities, but they're not in major roles. They're always like that side character you see. And, then, and Mr. Sark was on it, and he, they sit down and they play Dungeons and Dragons and they podcast that while doing awesome. it, and they talk about everything. And they got the it's just, it was hilarious. And I was like, I feel like I'm sitting at that table and hanging out with them. So yeah, and it was amazing. And so I was just like, I was like, oh, podcast. But then I forgot about it for years until I or for a while until I actually needed something to listen to while I'm driving. Yeah, and. Okay, so it was them two, and they—I mean, I don't know where it says this, but they—they they refer to it a, few, a bunch of times. They want to—they uh, want to teach everybody about everything in the world, type thing. I mean, look—you have how maps work, how fingerprinting works, how sh- horseshoes work. Um, let me see how breast implants work. See now, I think they're beat out. How guide dogs work. By the reading rainbow. Because if you take a look, it's in a book. <laughs> reading rainbow. rainbow. I can go. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was if I go back and look, listen to this, I'm going to cringe. I was I was listening to you serenade. You I know, you're you wet. You were trying to woo me. You're wet. No, I know. I can, I can see it now. Oh, never mind. That's just a saturated water bottle. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Easily confused. Easily, yeah. You, I mean, you were trying to woo me. It almost, but it didn't work. I'm sorry, buddy. Still got you on that date. You know what? That's tough where it works. That was the most recent one. That's ridiculous. But that's the best part. You would think, yeah, it stores old food. But then they talk for 46 minutes, and it's just like, wow. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I never even about- thought. Like, it's not like you could research this and find it. That's something like... If you research Tupperware, you wouldn't find it because you wouldn't know what you're wanting to find. It's just ridiculous. It's I obscure. I didn't realize Tupperware kind of had this like division of the company that's kind of like Avon or Mary Jane or whatever it's you called. Never heard of the Tupperware parties? No, I didn't know that. Really? I never heard of that. So I, well, apparently this guy some, um, sold like a high 200 grand worth of Tupperware last year alone. <sighs> some drag something. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't see a regular guy selling Tupperware. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, this is for when I come home from work and supper's already been made and it's already cold on the table and you need to put it somewhere. So you need someone that actually has a little pizzazz yeah. or something. But so, yeah. I'll go back on my honorable mention. Welcome to Night Vale. It's a twice monthly. Love it. Um, like 15th and 30th is when it comes out. And it's about, it's like, it's a. Small desert town in the middle of nowhere. It's complete fiction. Yeah. And it's amazing. Complete, yeah, and it's just the radio host, like, telling the news to the town. Honestly, it feels like you took a great fiction book, mm-hmm. took the pages, or took the chapters, put them in weird orders, and then took away yeah. the numbers. Yeah. There's a... It's linear, 
It is, but linear. it makes no fucking sense. It is linear. They make it's really cool now because they're okay. Let me see. Seventy-three episodes in. Wow, that's a lot. I new. will have to add. All hell glow cloud. Yeah. All hell glow cloud. I can't do it like he does, man. Cecil has the best voice in the world. It's it's like butter. It's not like in ours. The world. I know. I'm. I'm Mine not. is that fart that scratches that itch in your, your butt voice. Hole. Isn't that bad, man? Come on. <sighs> You say he that. Hates listening to his voice. Who doesn't? I mean, I'm indifferent. Unless you're voice, like I'm a like, okay. celebrity. What? Oh my goodness! Like I had to. Oh, what was it? When I was in in high school, I took TV production and media, <laughs> and I did. I never did the news because I like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, me too. I love that. So, like, we did a few little fun things, and I listened to my voice, and I was like, you know what? I'm mute forever now. <laughs> I like the way I, I sound when I talk, talk in my head. I sound like Probably Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> mental butter. That's what it sounds like in my head, but it's not. I know that. I'm stupid old Irish bastard. <laughs> it's not bad. But Cecil has a great voice. But the really thing does. about it is, like, okay, there's 73 episodes in. And at the beginning, they didn't make many references to past episodes and stuff. But now they're getting to the point where almost every episode, there's some sort of tiny hint, at least, to, like, a, a previous episode sometime. Yeah. It's, I just hate Each episode, honestly, if I had to compare anything, each episode's like reading a Goosebumps book. Mm-hmm. It's just well, obscure cool. and weird. So you said it's t- like taking a book and putting it in weird order and talking. Mm-hmm. They come up, they're coming out with a book. I pre-ordered it. It's coming out in October. Really? Yes. And I'm what is so it? Is it like, is it like a behind-the-scenes type deal? No, it's it's about... It's, it's just a Night Vale book. It's about Night Vale? I'm so I, excited. Their following gets big enough. I'm not going to be surprised if we don't see a Night Vale. Right? And there better damn be a glow cloud. I'm sure there's the cosplay thing. How do you pronounce that shit? But, um... Let me see. It's cosplay. Is that what Cos- you're trying to say? Yeah. It's costume play. Cos- okay, see. Cosplay. I didn't understand. Well, yeah. whatever. I got it. Um... But it's it's just okay. It comes out twice a month, and that's kind of annoying because I wish it came out more. But then again, I think about it, and I'm like, well, if it came out more, I might get burnt out on it. It's and like their fresh. quality might go down. Yeah, and it's like fresh every 15 days. I'm lucky. I'm behind by two years. Yeah, you got 73 episodes. I'm with you. I'm got like. Oh yeah, you got you've listened like a lot of it. Forty what? Forty. Well. The cool thing is, is I'm trying to, they should be trying coming out with chain one today tomorrow. Them. I'm trying not to chain listen. A new one's coming out tomorrow, nice. probably, which I'm excited about. I'm excited about. But, um, I feel like, like, it's such an original idea. Really like, is. where did they, like, I listened to some, uh, YouTube videos and stuff. And I, like, I watched him explain. He was just this guy working some stand in New York City. And he wanted to make a weird podcast with his friends. And I came up with this. Now, I did think that... I'm pretty sure I read somewhere um, it was... Uh, they were inspired by H.P. Lovecraft. I mean, it's it's got some H.P. Lovecraft. Everyone's inspired by someone. Stuff. Yeah, I know. But it's it's completely original to me. I least. mean, we're thinking of something that's being inspired by Night Vale. Yeah. Some pre-planning. Mm-hmm. Won't be out for a hell of a long time. But I'm so excited. Um, like... I like it. I just, I just enjoy it. It's like storytelling. And I saw, I got on my, I got on the thing, uh, the search for the podcast app, and I was like, storytelling things, and they just came up with a bunch of weird ones, but I didn't really like them. I just, it's, there's nothing like it. Well, yes, 
Alright, so, you were saying how night fails are really original idea, right? So that got me thinking about movies. And you see time and time again rehashings. Yeah. Like... Batman over home. Batman over... Once again, it's great. Hey, no, 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 it's I'm great. not knocking it. Those are great But, movies. I'm... being, but, like, every year you're going to see the same typical action movie with sex, guns, fast cars, and some hot dude and a hot girl. You're going to see... Sand, like you're to see some weirdly obscure sci-fi movie that costs billions and fucking you know what, I special effects budget. Why can't I be that hot guy or girl? <sighs> I wonder that every day. <laughs> but what movie do you think had the best original idea? Oh, I. I want to ask you that. I'll probably disagree with you. Cannabis. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Mine's... So, I'm pretty sure I know what yours is, but I'll let you say it. Let you say it. I know you Just, know what mine is, because I might as well have an Angelica gum shrine of this guy in my closet. <laughs> it's Kevin Smith's first movie, Clark's One. It was a good movie. It really was. I was turned off forever. I, I watched... what the budget was on that 37000 I did hear on something where he was like, I lived on those credit cards, and if you didn't get picked up, he was just going to be in debt. And he was okay with that, though. Yeah. That was a beautiful thing. Yeah, it was. 37 grand to make it, that movie. It, that is so cool. His life, he the, where the movie was set, he actually worked at. Yeah. The, he worked in between shoots. He's awesome. He, now, were those actors or were those friends, co-workers? His friends. Friends? Really? All of his friends. Wow. All of them. Yeah. <clears throat> Except for... I think maybe a few. And if not, I'm not mistaken, he was the silent one, right? He was silent <laughs> Bob. Yes. Uh, but he just thought... He's having a great time with his friends. He thinks they're funny. Why not make a movie about their lives? Hanging out at a convenience store. And, you know, just... Everyday, not-so-obscure things. No- nothing really... Terribly exciting happened in the movie. It was just like every day, like anything that happened in that movie, you could just totally relate to. Yeah, and it wasn't. It was amazing, and the way he did his his chapters. What would you say in the movie? He actually did like black screen chapter head, and it was some obscure title <laughs> or like yeah. reference to something. But it kind of got you thinking. It's like each scene was a diff. It puts you in a different train of thought. Yeah. And then you thought about that whole scene differently. It's not like it was one big movie. It was a bunch of little tiny movies just happened to be lined up. And they rolled together. It was. It was amazing. And it was in black and white. Yeah. And it was. I, I everybody like was average. That was the best part. Yeah, there was no audience. Everybody yeah. was average. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Mm-hmm. It was a great movie. Loved it. You know, um, I haven't... Okay, so I went back because I just recently... I just recently got into Kevin Smith. Like his, I mean, I watched Clerks, uh, Dogma, uh, James Hound Bob Strikes Back. He did Dogma, right? Mm-hmm. What was Dogma? Okay. Um, Clerks 2. I mean, I've seen his earlier stuff like that. I haven't seen his later stuff, but I just recently got into him, so I just started listening to Smodcast, Education, stuff like that. Um, but I do want to see Tusk. Tusk is an interesting topic. <laughs> I because do want to see it. Because I, well, I heard that he referenced in his latest episode, he referenced that he came up with the idea 
from an episode of Smartcast. Right, let me, so back and let me give you a good old awesome. TLDL. Too long, didn't listen. Is that what that means? TLDR, too long, didn't read. It's like okay. a synopsis. Synopsis? Synopsis? Synopsis. 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 I'm just kidding. I don't know. Synopsis. Synopsis. Who knows? Either way, it's a TLDR, but this is a TLDL. So that's what the heck that means. Yes. And so, in his podcast, Smodcast, he, they like to do a segment called uh, ScanBC. They just they yeah. get on the tweet, they get on this account of ScanBC, which is police scannings of British Columbia, Canada. Mm-hmm. And they saw, they saw one, and it made them, I, I can't remember exactly how this happened, but it they... Was, it was an ad. Yeah, they, they saw something, and it made them look at something else, and they end up finding an ad for a guy who wanted someone to come live in the house. He said, rent-free. <laughs> yeah, rent-free. The only <laughs> stipulation. Free room and board, one stipulation. For two hours a day, you had to get into a walrus costume. Got a walrus costume. <laughs> and pretend to be a walrus. No speaking <laughs> words, you had to completely be like a walrus. That was the only thing. Backstory was this guy supposedly got trapped on an island, and the only thing that kept him company was this walrus, and, you know, some kind of fetish like type. That, yeah. Wilson, you know, you know, Tom Hanks has plenty of you know yeah. volleyballs. <laughs> so volleyballs. they thought this was real at the time. They later found out. They interviewed the guy. It was a hoax. This guy just made funny ads to just gauge reactions and such. And there was like a follow up. There was. There. He, but. So, they were joking around while talking about this subject. They were like, I could totally make a movie about this. And then, you just, you could hear it. They were sparking. They were like, holy Comments crap. Alive. yeah. I want to, he was like, I want to see this movie. And the only way I will ever see this movie is if I make it. So, he got on his Twitter, and he asked all his followers to tweet, Walrus Yes or Walrus No to see if they wanted to be the movie made. Overly, people said Walrus Yes. Came out, the movie came out. And it flopped so hard, no pun for the podcast. <laughs> it flopped really hard at box office, and rightfully so. If you're not a Kevin Smith fan, if you don't listen to the podcast, that movie's out of the blue and dumb. It really is. It's just... But if you listen to his podcast, you know Kevin Smith, you see all the little idioms, all the little references, all throughout the movie, and you're just like, I listened to this be created. Yeah, that he, is so he, cool. he, would, he would do his podcast and talk about being in production going and getting the actors, filming, post-op, and, and you see it, and you're just like, I feel like I was it there. Was like behind the scenes. It was like you were, you saw the behind the scenes before yeah. the movie was out. It was, was amazing. Awesome. And it had some good actors in it. It was, it was a weird, funny horror movie. And it was great. I loved it. But no one else is going to if they don't know Kevin Smith or listen to his stuff. They shouldn't. It, it's not meant for them. Um, let me see. So... I know you have it, so I want to see it sometime. And I know he's working in yoga hoses. Hoses. Part of his. I can't remember if it's Canadian horror trilogy or if it's like. Oh, what was it called? Something Star. No, I can't remember the trilogy. Um, the trilogy is Tusk, mm-hmm. Yoga Hosers, Moose Jaws. Moose Jaws. All of them stemmed from Scan BC. That's, That's the beautiful thing. It came straight from Canada itself. Well, <laughs> a boot. <laughs> okay, so I want to. I do want to see it. I mean, 
I should. Now I looked. I watched the. I watched the trailer, and it looked like a good movie. It really did. It did. <laughs> it's the worst part. <laughs> Gets you hyped. It was well. It was a well. I guess directed. It'd be like coming into your house, part. seeing your significant other laying in bed, looking at you with those eyes, and then telling you, "I don't want to have sex." Time for bed. What's wrong with you? Time for bed. Pajamas. Yeah, that's exactly. What's that so, is all about? They, uh, you think anybody got mad because there was no warning? Uh, walrus will be present in this movie. <laughs> the old trigger warnings. Oh my! Speaking of, okay. No. <laughs> Spoilers, as always. Game. We love to talk about Game of Thrones. Game yeah. of Thrones came out with an episode, and at the end of two episodes ago, Sansa got married. And oh, rightfully, yeah. as any happy bride, they're going to consummate their marriage. Too bad. She's married to a sadistic torturer. Mm-hmm. So it was pretty much a rape scene right after the marriage at the very end of the it episode. Didn't really show much. It didn't it show anything. It showed him rip the dress. Theon. And then it showed another character, and then it kind of showed her kind of painfully sitting against the table. So it was implied she got the sex. They made fuck. They did. Is that what they were doing? I know it looked <laughs> like they were playing Tinker Tots. <laughs> Spoiler. God. Trigger warning, it was rape. I'm gonna I'll have to go back and watch it again. <laughs> but there was a really big outcry of people, overly sensitive people saying there should have been a trigger warning at the beginning saying, hey, there's a rape scene at the end of this. Really? I mean, right? say, I'm pretty sure it said nudity, adult content, all kinds of stuff. I'm like pretty that. sure if you're watching Game of Thrones up to the point where you watch that episode, yeah. you've seen incest, you've seen beheadings of favorable characters, you've seen a guy get flayed, you've seen a guy get his dick cut off, and you're scared about a guy consummating his marriage forcefully. That is... What? Yeah, if you've watched up to that, you, you, there's nothing you can't expect. Yeah, yeah. There's, you can't, like... Expect the unexpected. Into, really, you can't go into and be like... Actually, expect the expected, because the unexpected is exactly what is expected. We're in a continual <laughs> oh loop here, God. I'm not going to go on. <laughs> well, I guess we'll go on for another 30, 45 minutes. Uh, you expect, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't see how you could get upset about that. I mean, I, I do see we can come up... Like, I'm not... I could see why you could see that it was a bad thing. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I love Sans. I don't want to see her get raped. But if you're going to get mad... Because the show didn't tell you, Game of Thrones didn't tell you, there might be some, you know, weird situations, or, you know, some rape. A woman births a freaking cloud demon thing. And killed a man. It did. And it apparently looked like Stannis. There's a midget on there, and there's no trigger warning for that. I know. Actually, <laughs> love that guy. Yeah. I would hang out with him all day. What's his name? Peter Dinklage? Peter Dinklage even has a midget name. Mm-hmm. Little person. I will be respectful on that one. Little person, yes. He's, I, I don't know. I I really like his character. I really like his character. But seriously, the trigger... You, the, you can't get upset. You know what you're watching. Look, there's not much... If they were to... Part of it is... You can't re- warn everything. You'll just ruin the episode. Warning, uh, this guy's gonna fall. Uh, uh, if you ever fell before... Arya's gonna stab six people. Um, <laughs> it's just like... So you get upset about a guy forcefully consummating his marriage on his wedding night. But, there's not an outcry when a brother rapes his sister in front of their dead son's body. That one seems like, that one would be the one where I'd be like, yeah, I can kind of see how that's a little over the top fucked up. I don't mind it, because that's the show I'm watching. Yeah. 
But if you're going to get upset about anything in that show, it'd be a guy raping his sister in front of their son's dead body. There's so many fucked up right there. Yeah, that's so much. It's a bundle of fuck. And, and see, the thing, their son's dead body. There. Yeah. That's the key word there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I didn't realize there was an outcry for that. I, I knew you mentioned it earlier before we recorded and stuff, but I didn't realize it was that. Let me see. So, hold on. So, <clears throat> so we referenced earlier about movies having original ideas. You uh-huh. didn't have one because don't know why. I don't. I don't know either. I'm gonna come back on that next episode. You're listing it. Originally, Think about it. I'm gonna. See, I will rape you in movies? front of our dead son's body. No. Trigger warning. Don't do that. There will be rape next episode <laughs> if you don't give me one. No. But no. okay, listen. I, every movie I'm coming up with has a book. But that you can count that as original if the book was original. I think if it's based on a book. It's an extension. Mm-hmm. So by proxy, I'm going to say the movie's original. You see, the first movie I thought of, and this is by no means a good movie to me, A Clockwork Orange, because I didn't get that movie at all. That's original. If anything doesn't make sense, because you've not seen anything like it, that's original. I didn't understand it at all. <laughs> it just kind of happened. That's the point, though. It just kind of happened. Like, seriously, you sit in front of TV, and it kind of happens, and then you're done. <laughs> Sounds like and most you go of home. Um, but I'll come up with... Okay, I promise. I'll come up with one. For yes, come up with one you enjoy. Yeah. So we talk about original movies. Now, the recent thing about remakes rehashing recently. And I wanted to get your opinion on what your favorite movie remake would be. Not like Batman 2 when it's, you know, oh, it's remake Batman 1. No, I want like an actual like remake. Or what your thoughts are on remakes. I'm fine with them. I'll go, yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to go, I want your opinion on remakes. I mean, okay, so I'm fine with them. It's kind of disappointing to see some of the movies, like, okay, so say I watch a movie, and then it's like a month or so later, and I think it's a really good movie, and then I realize it's a remake of something, it's not original. Like, it is original, Mm -hmm. a remake, I don't know, it, it, it kind of takes it away. Like, if I was to watch a movie, what, I'm trying to think of. I can't even think of a damn movie right now. That me neither, but I know them. Yeah, I mean, I know. Uh, like, it, it kind of takes something away. If I'm gonna watch a movie in theaters, and I'm like, that's a good movie. And you look and, and see, it's, it's oh, like it's, remake. Re- it, it's remake was in 1988, and you're like, oh, so this wasn't actually like a re. This wasn't a good movie. It was just a better making of one movie. Yeah. I like remakes. I'm not saying I like the remakes. Mm-hmm. I like remakes. Because been on stuff. You, you the know. idea of a movie can be awesome. Okay, the, the Evil Dead. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead. That was Dawn of the Dead, the one in 2004? Was a remake of one in 1970 or 80. I did not know that. Yes. See, that takes a little bit down from... It's completely... It's mm, rehash. That's, it's, that's kind of a blurred term right there, rehash, remake. But I like them because the idea for a movie can be great. Yeah. Let's just say, just for fuck's sake, you got a movie about a group of people trying to survive a zombie apocalypse. Now, a gajillion and one movies have been made on that exact subject. Mm -hmm. But I think directors, producers, but I'll get to that. Directors, producers, actors, they all add 
Let's say you're making making movies like making a suit. The director adds his special ingredient. Mm. Some guy makes his special ingredient. Then you make a movie, a different, completely different movie, same exact movie, remade 30 years later. That actor, mm. just instead of salt and pepper, crushed red pepper, sea salt. It's just a little different, but they each add their own flavor into it, which can make a movie, make or That's break really a movie. Interesting way to look at. It's 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 not. I don't, I don't like to look at it as. I don't like the way to look at it like they just made this movie with updated technology. I like yeah. to think of it as this director saw that movie, got inspired, and said, "I want to make that movie with my ingredients." Yeah, that's what I, I want to see. That's an interesting take on it. I can, I can, I can get behind that. I can get behind that kind of thinking, man. You should become president. I don't want it. I'd, hey, I'd vote for you. I yeah. would get scared about Area 51 if I knew the truth. Doesn't matter what it is. Be like, it's where we hold all the used, you know, pocket pussies. I'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> We've got that many unused? And I can't tell anybody. Our glaciers are freezing and we have a million unused pocket pussies? I'm like, oh my god. You're, you still Doesn't like, matter what the truth would be, I'd they, be like, I'd freak out just for fun. They, You'd start, you'd be like, I've got to tell all the men in the world about this. And they're like, we're going to impeach you. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're like, it's a special golf course for presidents. I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> what have you done? <laughs> You've kept this from everybody. You've killed us all. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> God. That would be some bad luck. I'd do it for the shits and giggles. Yeah, they were in it. Like, if. Uh, no, not, not like them telling you, like, if you got the presidency, we're going to hate you. We're going to hate you. We're going to hate you. No matter what. So, so I like to make references. So, say you wake up in the morning. Mm-hmm. You're making some nice old pancakes. It's done on one side. What would you do to that pancake? Um, let me see. Or, better question. Wait. Say you're an NBA player. You need a foul. What do you do? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm just going to take a flop. Oh, you're going to take a flop? Well, I'm going to follow this chair right here, and it's going to be one hell of a flop. Hey, it's, it's been one hell of a flop, buddy. 